0: On today's episode, we are continuing my series where I talk about my story in business all the way back to my W-2 jobs, to my real estate license and my success in real estate. And today we are on part five of my story where I talk to you about the first three months of my business from August until when I finally connected with my first potential client in November. And it's very interesting because as I've kind of looked back and thought about my story and how to kind of break it up into bite-sized pieces, today's episode of all of them probably talks about one of the hardest seasons as a new realtor. And as I think back after I got my real estate license, people did not really understand, hey, this is not a business where you can just get licensed and all of a sudden you have instant success and instant money coming in. It takes hard work. It takes time. It takes determination. I still remember the comments from people talking to me about how I was not good enough for this, telling me I should go and get a real job as if real estate was less of a real job than anything else, telling me I was a failure. I still remember it. But again, like everything else in this story, there were lessons, there were things to learn. And my biggest lesson during this season, you know, in late August when I got licensed all the way through November and connected with my first client, which I'll get into in a minute, is just trust the process. If you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan or watch the NBA at all, this is not the first time you've heard the phrase, trust the process. It was something Sixers fans and even players on the team staff, fans, and the general manager were saying, trust the process when they were terrible. And when 76ers fans were saying this, they were talking about a strategy used by their former general manager, Sam Hinkie that was implemented when he took control of the team in around 2013. And he talked about trading players for assets and trusting the process that this would basically pay off. And that's a lot of what happens in real estate, trusting the process. The fans and players would say that trust the process because they were terrible for so long and having these high draft picks and players they would trade, they would just say, trust the process. And in many ways, it's exactly what happens in real estate just trusting the process, having good conversations, connecting with people, telling everyone I know that I was in real estate, you know, a lot of social media presence as well. And it's very interesting. I still remember a conversation early in my career as I think about trusting the process. I remember going to a local mall, and during that time from August to November, you know, I didn't have any clients and I got a new computer for real estate. And I made sure that basically every single person I talked to at the Apple store (laughs) knew that this new computer was for my new career in real estate. And I made sure that I talked to everybody about it. And you know, when anyone would ask me what I do, I would make sure they knew. Oh, I'm a realtor. And you know, even at the Apple Store that day, the person, the you know, person working for Apple who helped me was like, "Oh, that's a bummer. You're a really cool dude. I just bought a house, actually." (laughs) But I continued to do it, and they even said, "Oh, I would have bought a house with you." But you know, I continued to kind of have those conversations and bring up real estate, either subtly or sometimes not so subtly. And I'm so sorry, (laughs) but I continued to make sure that people knew I was a realtor. I continued to trust the process. And I knew that I would have to trust the process if I would create success because I had no clients. I knew the numbers. I knew the statistics. People kept telling me how crazy I was. People kept telling me that the average realtor made less than $20,000 their first two years. And I knew that I wasn't going to let myself be average. I knew I was not going to let myself become a failed statistic. And so I continued to build these relationships and have these conversations and talk about real estate with my friends, family, et cetera. My amazing friend, Jonathan, who I had previously worked for at Chick-fil-A, he was one of the first people to connect me with a potential client. His parents were moving to the area and they needed a recommendation for a realtor and he recommended me. Man, you know, it was such an honor when he came to me and said that his parents were going to reach out and he said i know you'll take good care of them and do a great job and so he connected me with them and i still remember the stress and anxiety but also the excitement that came when i was at an extended family thanksgiving celebration and i don't know if it was thanksgiving day or a couple days before or after but i you know remember being at that event and people asking me oh how's real estate going and not really knowing how to answer like what do you say oh it's terrible oh it's i'm making no money so i tried to say things like oh it's going well you know it starts but I'm building some momentum, something like that. And I, I didn't want to sound like a complete loser, but I'll still remember the call at this extended family member's house, my wife's cousin's house in the Harrisburg area. And again, I think it was Thanksgiving Day, but it could have been a day or two before or after we were celebrating Thanksgiving. And I remember Jonathan's dad calling me. And I remember he was traveling at the time and him calling me. And I thought, oh my goodness, like on this day, when we celebrate Thanksgiving, when we talk about what we're thankful for, I had so much to finally be thankful for. Because I finally felt like when I had that first conversation with his dad about buying a house, the fact that I didn't like blow it and scare the man off the phone at the time (laughs) made me feel much more confident and made me feel like, oh my goodness, I can do this. If I can have a good conversation, create relationships with people, with this person on the phone, You know, if I can do it once, then I know I can recreate that process 10, 20, 50, 100 times over, and I'll have success. (laughs) And now, you know, obviously, I've had hundreds, if not thousands of these conversations, and it's like second nature to me, but it wasn't at the time. And, you know, Jonathan's dad was my first client, and it was really about trusting the process, getting, you know, that first client to work with you. You know, and I'll often tell realtors that I'm coaching or that are on the team that I'm on, you know, I'll say to them, like, once you have your first settlement or, Land your first client, it's going to be like you feel like you can run through a brick wall. You know, if you've ever seen the Kool Aid man coming in, like, oh yeah, that's kind of how you feel after your first settlement when you finally get paid to do a real estate deal. Or in this case, it's how you feel talking to your first client and them saying, yes, we're going to work with you. And when you have that feeling and that exhilaration, you're like, sweet, let's do that a couple hundred or a couple thousand more times. So I remember having that conversation and saying, wow, like, okay, I didn't blow that. I'm okay at this. I'm pretty good at relationships. Let's do that a bunch more. And so it was all about trusting the process. That was my lesson from this part of the journey when I finally got connected to my first client. Once I did it, once I could have a good conversation, I was like, okay, just recreate that experience, you know, dozens and hundreds of times with people. And, you know, by now, I've helped people sell and buy homes, and I communicate all the time and build relationships. But at the time, I didn't know what to do. But when I had one successful conversation, I said, oh my goodness, I can do this. And so that's how I got my first client on Thanksgiving Day or you know, within a couple of days, but we were celebrating Thanksgiving that day. And so that's kind of what happened. That was my first client, even though I had been having conversations all the way back to August. And so all that work back to August, you know, and I talked about on the last episode how a lot of it was like new life and, you know, helping at home with our son, but also trying to build this business. Finally, about three months in, as I got to around Thanksgiving, I finally landed a client and I said to myself, oh my goodness you can do this. You have the potential to become successful in real estate if you already earned one client. Now you just got to put in the effort and the work to go and find another client. And so that's kind of how I got my first client. I'm excited to continue the journey with you. It's not as depressing anymore. Like once I start to get some clients, the success comes, you know, but you don't just get there overnight, right? I got licensed in August and I had lost my job in February. So, basically, February to November in many ways felt almost like a failure, but I put in the effort, trusted the process, kept doing the work, and started to realize, you know, after that conversation where I landed my first client, hey, you can do this, you'll survive. Now, how do we build on that? And so, on the next episode, I'll talk to you more about, you know, like faking it till I make it, the interaction with that first client, the power of perception and those kinds of things. But I appreciate you guys being along the journey and thanks for listening to this episode. And I will see you on our next episode where I share part five of my story. So I'll see you guys then.